On today's episode, we're going to talk about Boban Marjanovic, the NBA's best teammate, and then about some content that's been coming from the bubble that, you know, needs to be discussed. Two to shoot, right, gonna have to, couldn't squeeze it in. Marjanovic, another board, another bucket. Welcome to 77 Minutes in Heaven, a Dallas Mavericks podcast that's part of the Athletic Podcast Network. This is Tim Cato. I'm the Athletics beat writer. Uh, with me is Dave Dufour, as always, I think. Pretty much. You're usually on this yeah, podcast, right? Yeah, I think I've only missed, at this point, one, maybe two episodes, possibly three. Yeah, you were on, like, last week, the week yeah, before Yeah, I'm that. always on. Maybe the one before that. It's my that. show, Tim. Let's oh, just wow. be honest. Man, it's where have I been? We know okay, this. I knew this. So. Tim, uh, I got to <laughs> tell you, man, I I love Boban. I'm so glad that you got to write a story. As, yeah. as everyone does. I'm so glad that you got to write a story uh, that just is like, hey, this guy is a great guy. Well, how fun is that? That's that. That was the entire story. And, and just the entire. I was like, this guy's fun. Like, people need to know how funny he is. I, when you were first telling me about this, I mean, six months ago, I think. Uh, probably yeah. before that, to be honest. Well, I, I may I may have told you six months ago, but I the, it it started. Yeah. Before then. Um. I, I guess were we in San Antonio? We were in San Antonio, and we were talking about this. Yes. Um. And it was before my trip to Serbia. So uh, I told you I'd talk to some people when I was over there. But uh, when you said to me, "Yeah, I'm writing a story about how Boban is the best teammate in the NBA," I was like, "Oh yeah, that tracks." Everything you hear, everyone that talks about Boban and obviously being around the Spurs, you know, Boban come, would come up quite a bit, uh, pretty much follows right in line with, with your story. It's, it's a universally known fact among the NBA that Boban is just this incredibly good person. And, you know, I think, you know, it's pretty obvious that fans would root for the seven, four bench player in any circumstance. And I, I do think that people have got a sense that he's a really cool, funny, interesting guy from his uh, videos with Tobias Harris and things like this. But the NBA, you know, within the NBA, it's even more of a known fact. And I hadn't seen anyone address it definitively and, and really just go teammate to teammate and say, you know, all right, why? Why is he the best teammate? Why is he such a good person? And so I did that, you know, it's uh, that I think that's the cool thing about the job is that you see something and, and you see that people have not definitively established it uh, in writing. And so you go and do it. What was your favorite little nugget that came up when you were reporting this out? I did just love that Boban drinks ginger ale on every flight. <laughs> which <laughs> it's it's so random it came from kyle anderson it was the only interesting thing kyle anderson oh, told me God. <laughs> in in the in the you know three minute interview we had i mean not that not, not a that, knock on him right yeah yeah right it was just everything else was generic quotes about how good of a teammate and 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 funny and stuff like that and the one specific detail that came out of that interview was the ginger ale and I was instantly like, oh, wow, I'm going to have to keep asking people about this. And I did. And I must have asked 20 people. And I would say five of them 
you know, it really resonated with the other 15, you know, just weren't with him on the plane, didn't sit near him, hadn't noticed it. Just that wasn't an attentive detail that, that, that stood out to them. But, but for Kyle Anderson to, to say that, and then for me to ask several other people and they're like, Oh yeah, now that you say <laughs> that, I, I, I distinctly remember that. I mean, it's, it's, it's so funny when, when you're able to, you know, I've, I've never been on the plane with these guys and I'm jogging their, their memory and bringing back memories of Boban to them that they forgot they had. Speaking of, speaking of ginger ale on the plane, I, I was actually shocked that an NBA player would hate flying as much as it seems like Boban does. Yeah, it's, and it's not the, you know, I, I think every NBA player famously hates commercial, uh, if they ever have to fly that, you know, everybody flies first class if, you know, I think, I think, uh, but, but his, you know, he's on the team plane and he hates it. Like he has an issue with turbulence. It's a, you know, I guess a fear of heights, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it's a common fear that people fear flying, but he, yeah, he really hates it. And, uh, you know, the, the, the story when I would t- tell people, oh, I'm working on a Boban story. It's a, you know, it's essentially an oral history that I just talked to all of his teammates and they tell me funny, interesting stories about him. And the first story I would always tell people was the one that Tobias told me, uh, where Boban would get, you know, scared or nervous and he tapped Tobias on the shoulder and say, you know, uh, Hey, you know, what's, what's going to happen? The, the plane's shaking. I'm, I'm scared. And Tobias would walk to the front of the plane to the locked cockpit and have a quote unquote conversation with the pilot who he can't actually talk to because he's in the cockpit. <laughs> And then come back and say, Boban, everything's fine. I talked to the pilot and Boban, you know, that would actually make him feel better. <laughs> it's actually, it's pretty amazing with as much as he flies that, that he has these little, I guess, worries every single time. I, I love the little tidbit about him asking the flight attendant about the weather for the flight. Yeah. Dwight Powell said that. And I was like, oh, that's, that's really funny. That's a, that's a that's, great tidbit. That's next that, level, you know, scared of flying. When you're like, well, what are the what are the conditions yeah. like? I don't even think I've ever thought of that when I've been on a plane. You know, and I think I ended up cutting this quote, but someone told me, you know, he just wants someone to reassure him that everything's going to be fine. And I thought that was a really human, interesting quote. I, I, I'm actually sad I cut it out. You know, it was, you know, I, I guess it didn't fit for some reason. I, I can't I can't remember, but just just you know, it's it's such a human, relatable thing. He just he just wants someone to be like, oh yeah, everything's going to be fine. Uh, one one of the things that that people continue to bring up with him is just again super nice and gregarious, uh, but you know this is one of the largest human beings on the planet, and everyone says that he seems to just embrace it, the attention that he gets. Uh, were there any stories about him craving attention, or I guess not craving, but uh, accepting attention that that didn't make it into the piece? Yeah, it's it's I think he is the the person who is most comfortable in his own skin. Like like, you know, just by you know, he's 7-4 and he is utterly totally comfortable being 7-4. And I would be interesting I'd be really interested to ask him. This this piece was purposely about what his teammates thought of him. I I didn't talk to Boban. I told I told him, you know, about the piece, told him it was coming. I might have chatted and confirmed some things with him if, if things were normal. But but it wasn't about Boban. It was about the effect he leaves on everyone. Um so I'd love to know I'd love to ask Boban if if he's always felt this way or, you know, if it did take time for him to adjust, oh, I'm I'm unusually tall. I'm I'm 
not the I'm never going to be the average height or, or the average person, but but I'm going to embrace it all the same. And I think that's a really cool thing. Yeah, but the the story that stands out is just that you know I, I was I was talking to Matt Bonner, and and he was he was teammates with them you know during that that fifteen sixteen season that that you know the first year that Boban was in the league and they went to a Chipotle and you know I think it was uh, Matt Matt says Bonner says it was him Boban and and, and their strength coach and you know uh, to to quote Bonner he's like you know, you know how Chipotle is. The the tables are kind of close together. So this family was just sitting down next to us, just staring in awe to the point that where it's almost getting uncomfortable. I remember our strength coach, coach goes, don't worry, he doesn't bite. And, uh, and, and so Boban looks at them and he's like, you know, just kind of, kind of growls at them and, and shows his teeth and, you know, just in a way that was, was very funny and, and, and human. It was just like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just a guy again. So, you know, that, that story certainly, uh, stood out to me. Uh, and, and just like, he knows he's that tall, of course, but I think he's so comfortable that he, he might even forget it. Maxi Kleba was telling me about how, you know, Boban will come back and sit next to him. We'll sit on, you know, the, the seat of his chair when they're flying and he'll put his hand around his arm and, and Maxi, and, and I'm quoting him, he, I'm quoting him here. He's like, okay, brother, that's, that's a little too heavy. That's a little much. Um, he just does that because he wants a nice conversation and he doesn't realize when he, he puts his hand around your neck that it's kind of scary. <laughs> right. It was, uh, it, that was, that was an amusing quote, but you, you went to Serbia, yeah, yeah. um, not long ago. So he is Boban is Serbian. I, I was wondering if anybody talked to you about Boban when you were there. Yeah, actually my good buddy, Milos Jovanovic, um, who, you know, was sort of my host for my trip to Serbia. I went cause I wanted to go to a partisan Red Star game, uh, a derby game. And then I also saw Red Star and Panathinaikos uh, while I was there. But, you know, obviously, Boban is, you know, cult figure in that country. Very popular. Um, and Milos is a is a journalist. He hopes, hosts a very popular basketball podcast there uh, in Serbian. And he was telling me a story when uh, about Boban being with the Clippers. And... Milos came over from Serbia to interview him. They were the only Serbian news outlet covering Boban. This was during training camp. And Boban uh, had just gotten to L.A., didn't have a place to live yet, was staying in a suite uh, in a hotel. They did the interview there. Um, Milos had just gotten into town. They didn't have, like, they couldn't get into their hotel yet. Boban had to go somewhere else for, for another function. I don't know if he was doing team photos or something. And Boban tells Milos, who he had not met before, uh, and Milos's crew, uh, you guys stay here. You can order room service, take a nap, whatever you need to do. Just, you know, you, you stay here until your room is ready. And I just, that really stood out to me as just irregular as far as how nice and just uh, hospitable that was. Um, and, and I don't know if Boban would have done that for anyone or if he did it because, hey, these are, you know, my guys from Serbia. I, I'm not sure. But that spoke volumes to me that these people who had flown, you know, from a from another continent to interview him just met that day that he was just like, hey, make yourself comfortable. Do whatever you need to do. Uh, I'll see you guys later on. I, that that stood out to me uh, among all the stories that I heard about Boban over there. That was the one that really 
kind of put that pin um, on the board from you telling me you were doing a story about how nice he was. I was like, oh, okay, well, it's not just with other basketball players in the NBA. He's just a nice guy to everybody. I, I think that that says a lot about him. Yeah, and to be clear, these last few stories are not in the the actual published Boban article that that's up on the Athletic right now. Um, they're good stories, yeah, I, right? I mean, they. I should probably go go and publish them at some point, right? I was gonna say this probably should be a series, <laughs> <laughs> the Boban Chronicles. Yeah, so so I'm I was uh I was asking you a leading question there. I I do actually plan to publish a lot of these stories and in, in a. Uh, and and you know really just a hey here's a collection of Boban stories we're uh, we're we're gonna get into those um, and, and so I'll, I'll do that at some later point but but for the for the story that's online right now um, would highly recommend it it's it's you know it's my own work so I, I guess I guess I, <laughs> I, I guess I would but it's but, not my work but, and I highly recommend it I, I see, you just you smile go. you just smile reading the whole thing it, honestly yeah and yeah and it, it's just nice. Yeah, I mean he's he's just he's he's a guy that you should read about because he makes people around him happy. And and purposely, you know, it's not actually my own words writing. It's I wanted it to be in the words of his teammates because those are those are the ones that that can really express it. So, you know, for for anyone who is not a athletic subscriber, uh you I, I believe we've we've got 40% off at at theathletic.com backslash um 77 minutes in heaven. So, so that that is a uh that is a thing to do. Keep keep your eye peeled Keep your eyes peeled for a for a future story that's you know just more a more you know a further collection of of Beaumont anecdotes. Um, and the the funniest thing is it feels like we're you know this is obvious this is how the world works, but we're just getting more every day. We're getting more on on social media and everywhere. It, it's like it seems like the bubble has been you know just the perfect place for Beaumont to be Beaumont, uh, right? Like you've seen this, yeah. Too. I mean, again, man, Bobby and Toby are back. <laughs> Yeah, even even during the quarantine, I, I love that uh, Tobias Harris being a little bit jealous of Luca and Boban having too much fun. That it's, it's been fun, man. It's been nice to to have the distraction um, and, and see these guys, you know, seemingly having a good time in in the bubble. Yeah, it's it feels dumb to say this, but I guess I didn't realize that one of the things the bubble will do would bring every team together. Um, up until I started seeing these videos and, and it just reminded me that, you know, that I don't think the Sixers or the Mavericks are likely to play a single, single game against each other. I'm not sure if they're, uh, I, 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 they, maybe they're scrimmaging against each other, but beyond that, you know, it's very unlikely those two teams make the finals, but right. now Tobias and now Boban are in the same place for at least like a month and a half. And, you know, just to get that, um, quote unquote content, you know, it's, it's, you know, it, it, that's that feels like such a dehumanizing word that you know everything is just content now. But like we've just seen their friendship get reignited, not or or you know not that it ever went anywhere, but they're just back together again. It's it's so wholesome. Like I, I love I love seeing that, and I love that you know that's one of the positives of the bubble. Yeah, it's, well, it's by far my favorite NBA friendship. Of the, course, the dancing videos. Like I I honestly think no one else lead, is even close. Like the, We've got to amend the CBA to make it so that those guys have to be together on a team. Mm. So now you're trying to bring Tobias to the Mavericks. Interesting third option. Anyway. <laughs> it would be an interesting third option, actually. 
Yeah, maybe maybe so, not quite the uh, the creation they need from that from that third person. But uh, anyway, that is not at what, all what we're supposed ask you to be talking about. Let me ask you a question, Tim. All right, so I saw this photo of of Luca with the fish. Yeah, that was photoshopped, right? Uh, it looked photoshopped. I don't think so. I'm not sure about that one. Know. Is he a good fisher, fisherman? Uh, fisher? So so we talked to uh, Maxi today. Uh, today being Thursday, and he said that the fish are biting a lot here in Orlando. So even a very bad fisherman is going to have um, some luck. is is going to be okay. So I, I mean, Luca just seems to be a savant at everything he does. Um, for some reason, I do feel like just fishing for whatever reason that you know he he would he would struggle with that but you know the the evidence seems to point otherwise so you know maybe there is just nothing that luca is bad at is he a golfer i don't think i've ever seen him golf he has been trying have, have you seen his various trick shots he's been trying in these uh in, in the gyms with with slightly lower ceilings yeah i saw the i saw the shot he hit off the uh off the rafter he had that <laughs> in, the, in the conference room yeah i think he had one i saw today where it was from half court and he, he shot it real high and got it to bounce once, you know, in the paint and then up into the hoop. And then he had a, he had a kicked ball that, that he, that he switched, which that, that was the most impressive one to me to, uh, to, to kick it from about 50, you know, 40, 50 feet and just swish it like that. Yeah. I mean, I know he has a soccer background as, as you know, virtually every European does, but even a soccer player might struggle to do that. I mean, a soccer player would yeah. need at least a few tries, right? Well, all right. Do we know it was his first try? I mean, come on. Uh, yes, it was probably not his media. first try. Still, yeah. <laughs> even if, if I'm saying, you know, even if a professional soccer player needs a make few it. try for, for, for an NBA player to take, you know, 20, 30, you know, whatever, whatever it took for him. Um, I should ask someone how, how long it took. but Yeah, let's find out. Do some investigative journalism here, and let's find out how many attempts it took. I'm guessing it, it was 10 or less. See, yeah, I, th- I think it was too. It's, he is, you know, we've talked about, you know, he's just a, he's a weird shot maker. He's always yeah. been that way. So what's your other, what's your other uh, takeaway so far from, from what we're seeing out of these guys in the bubble? Everybody looks like they're comfortable and happy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's still weird. I, I know mm-hmm. I, I don't really want to talk like we don't have to rehash conversations we've had on this podcast just about yeah, how, yeah. how the, the bubble is going to be weird. But it's been interesting seeing people inside of it and, and seeing how, you know, just just having things to be, you know, things to laugh at, you know, things, things to like. I, I do think that if there's one thing the bubble has proved, it's that we you know, it is it is use. You know, it is important to have sports back in some capacity. It, it doesn't mean that it has. You know, the decisions that have been made have been morally right, and and I think there still is an argument that this should not be happening. But I do think that in the specific context of sports being back, yeah, I, I think it's making our lives better. I, I think it's it's really good to have. You know, just Luca, you know, messing around the trick shots or maxi fishing or, or, you know, team, team outings to, uh, the golf course or, or whatever it is. You know, this, it's, it's been good, right? It's been mm-hmm. nice to, to feel good about something, uh, for, for a change. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been watching MLS, you know, like in my office while I'm working. I, like, I don't want to be one of those guys that's like, sports are important for the distraction. 
but it's been it's been nice for me to be able to take my mind off of things now like i i really i i'm glad that so far everyone seems to be taking it seriously and it looks like it's going well um but it's just nice to have some joy yeah 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 it's a bummer that you know if we as a if we had as a country had taken this seriously we could be having this without any moral implications and you know we could just right. have cases way down and like most countries on earth are experiencing right now you go look at europe and they're like oh we had seven new cases in sweden and everything other other than that everything is functioning you know fairly normally but that's another yeah. that's another conversation for another point um, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to the games getting back. We've only got two weeks before the first games, and uh, scrimmages are going to start next week. And I'm, I'm excited to get a look at these guys and see how everyone's, you know, h- how everyone's conditioning is, and is it as bad as we were thinking it would be? Is it better? Um, are pe- are guys going to be making shots? You know, Maxie told us he had gone a few months without shooting a basketball. So, right. I actually asked him, I talked to him just, you know, it's funny you say that. I I asked him a question about how it's been. And he said that he actually likes the break because he's, he was able to kind of refocus mechanically on, you know, the, the exact nuances of of his form and and what he needs to correct. Um, And that's not really something you can do during the season. And in the season, it's all about, you know, whatever way you're shooting, just maintain, you know, a consistency and a rhythm. And, and he's actually done a little bit of tweaking to, uh, to, to what he's been doing. And I thought that was, that was an interesting thing. Um, again, a lot of it's just going to come back to, you know, stand when it, regarding the shooting, a lot of it's going to be the stamina, but, Oh yeah. Uh, but, but the fact that Maxi was like, yeah, I, I think I'm actually in a better place than I was where, where the season started. I find, I, I found that to be, to be really interesting. So are we going to get a Boban moment like like an like an on-court Boban moment? That's that's my true hope. You know, I I I do think that guys are going to get more run like the end of the bench sort of guys are going to get more run. Not that he's an end of the bench kind of guy, but I, I do think we're going to get is, plenty of moments. And I mean, he's just such a weapon that it feels like we get a Boban moment every few games he plays. So, yeah, we're going to have a Boban game. Like yeah. I'm calling, I'm calling like a 15 and 10 in 20 minute game for Boban, where it's just like he looks like the best center to ever play in basketball. It feels inevitable. It feels like, yeah, we need it. We do need it. We do need it. And as a as as shown this week, um, he is he is definitely someone uh, who who deserves every moment that that, that comes to him. So I, I believe the first Maverick scrimmage will be next Thursday. Um, it doesn't sound like it's going to be televised. Um, I believe media will be allowed to watch it. Um, although I'm not certain about that in, in any way, you know, we'll, we'll have some coverage of that. And, and on, on the athletic, if you're not a subscriber again, you can go to the athletic.com slash 77 minutes in heaven for 40% off. And with, on that note, you know, I think it's, a, I think it's a good time to sign off. Thanks, Dave. This was a, this, this was good. Always good to talk Boban. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who wouldn't want to who would not want to talk Boban? And with that, yeah, we'll be back next week um, in some manner, talking something. We'll see you guys then. Oh my god! Oh! Shut it down! Let's go home! It's a wrap, Doug! That is a wrap.